Hi guys, and welcome back to the Loki Dying Podcast. First and foremost, thank you so much to everyone who took time out of their day to listen to the first episode. Seriously, thank you so much. We had over a hundred plays, getting close to like 120 plays, which is crazy. I know that's not a lot for like an actual like podcasts but for me I thought I was really gonna get like 20 or 30 plays max from like friends and family so thank you so much to everyone who took time and listened to it and enjoyed it I really enjoyed all your feedback from it so thank you so much and addressing the sound quality I got a mic for this episode so if the sound sounds better please let me know or if it sounds worse please let me know um But yeah, and also where you can listen, the first episode is now on pretty much every podcast, major podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and this one will be as well, but it takes time for them to get approved to the different platforms. So once it's approved on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and things like that, I will be letting you guys know through my Instagram, if you're not following my Instagram It's at C-Y-D-K-N-E-E. Now that that's out of the way. So today's episode, nearing Valentine's Day, it is appropriate to talk about relationships. (laughs) And so who better to talk about relationships with than the man who trapped me into this relationship than my boyfriend, Ian. Yeah, (laughs) got him. (laughs) okay i guess do you want to uh say your name and what you're studying and how old you are so that people kind of get to know you a little bit better um in joseph karening i'm in my master's year of the nutrition and dietetics program at loma linda university school of allied health um what was the last um, your age, how I'm old you are? Turning 24 on February 9th. Woo! Wish him happy birthday. Happy birthday, woo. <laughs> um, I enjoyed working out. I like to sleep, go on YouTube, watch videos. <laughs> I like going on Reddit. My favorite subreddits are our NBA, our NFL, our uh, hip hop heads, our uh, um, Ask Reddit. And yeah, I spend a lot of time on that website and <laughs> read a lot about things and I also enjoy reading books, and uh, yeah, I like a lot of things. All right. Didn't even ask for all that, and you just, just, you just gave it. <laughs> okay. Um, and how long have we been together? We've been together officially since November 24th, 2017, so two years and uh, two, uh, a month and a half, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. You even know all the dates. Okay. Um, so I guess we'll briefly talk about how we got together, just so people can have a better context about our relationship and where we're coming from and answering these questions. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk a little bit about our relationship, talk about our relationship a little bit, and then we're going to go in and answer questions that you guys asked me on my Instagram. Thank you so much to everyone who asked a question. You guys really served some hot tea questions, so I'm excited to get into them. Um, but how we got together, if you know me and Ian, you've probably heard the story, so I'm going to like make it brief, but for the people who haven't heard how we got together, basically I was hanging out 
with friends who were mutual friends of his. He was hanging out with mutual friends that were my mutual friends, and we had Shout never met. Shout out to, uh, all right, who was there that day? Uh, Amanda, oh Caitlin, oh man, I think, <laughs> who else was there? Amanda, Caitlin, was it? Was Lauren oh, there? Melissa, Melissa was there. Melissa Ong, shout out to Melissa Ong. Um, I think Larry Ong was also there. Uh, I think Lauren, Danlag, uh, Ashley Bautista, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Royce. Royce, I don't know his last name, but... Okay. Yeah. And Shout out to those people if you're listening. And shout out to Tess and Sue Ann, who are also there. Oh, um, yeah, Tess, Sue Ann, and everyone else. All right. <laughs> street of downtown. <clears throat> yeah, so we were downtown, and I was with my friends, and he was with technically some of my friends, and we were like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe it's you. Like, hi, hi, oh, my God, kisses. We took an Instagram picture. It's on my Instagram. And <laughs> he just sat on a bench and looked around and didn't say anything. Yes. Um, I, was, I was so starstruck by this beautiful woman. <laughs> I just I was breathless, and I was paralyzed and had no nerves to go up and talk to her. And I was just like, wow, I would not know what to say to her. So I just sat there and said nothing. <laughs> is that the truth? Yes, that is the truth. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. Um, yeah, so he, we didn't even meet. I didn't even say anything to you, and you didn't say anything to me, but I saw you sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, oh, another Asian guy. <laughs> and, um, but he thought I was cute. He thought I was cute. Mm-hmm. And also the ironic thing was I was home from the dorm that weekend and I didn't bring any clothes. I was wearing all of my mom's clothes. I remember you were wearing a, <laughs> your jean jacket, your yellow shirt, and your maroon pants. Yeah. And I was wearing my I was wearing my mom's shirt, my mom's jacket, my mom's shoes, and I was even wearing some of my mom's makeup. <laughs> and shout out to Monique. <laughs> That's what got him. This is Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, mommy, if you're uh, listening to this, uh Thank you for getting me a boyfriend. <laughs> um, but yeah, he thought I was cute. And so he asked his friends about me once I left. And they gave him my Instagram. I was like, hey, she got an ad though? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's Sydney. And I followed you. Yeah. And he, and then I liked her pic. Yeah, you followed me. And then, well, you like commented on, I think you commented or something. I don't know, but long story short, he slid in the DMs, and I requited, and we went, and we went on a first date. He took me to a Japanese restaurant, and in the beginning, when he was- Kabuki in Victoria Gardens. Yeah, if you ever go to Kabuki in Victoria Gardens, that's where we had our first date, and he, before we got together, I didn't have a Disneyland pass, but he did, and he went to Disneyland, and he brought me back beignets. Well, not that day. Not that day, but like oh, in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And that was so sweet. Um, yeah. And then Delicious we uh, split the bill on the first date, and I think that's what sealed the deal for him. Yep. I was like, <laughs> this independent woman right here, <laughs> gotta lock her down. He's, he had like the Mr. Crab money eyes, and he was like, <laughs> woo, cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. My money radar was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of the story of how we got together. We haven't really... Also, I saw your dogs, so... Oh. Like, 
chance. Moo Moo. And Portia. If Shout you're out to Moo and Portia if you're listening. They are listening. We love you, BB. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's enough of the lovey dovey. This podcast is Gay called. Stuff. This podcast is called Low Key Dying. <laughs> And so let's talk about how we were low-key dying in the beginning of our relationship. I mean, not really, but I mean, every relationship has, you know, problems and conflicts and issues. So um, one of the things that I thought of when I was thinking about conflicts or issues that we had in the beginning and also something that I got a question about, a couple questions about in my Instagram questions was kind of like time alone and how much time a partner in a relationship Mm -hmm. takes for themselves and how to kind of deal with that. And I feel like most of the time, it's the guy who kind of needs the alone time and it's the girl. I didn't get really girls asking that question. It was just guys asking how they can get away from their girls, basically. But I don't want to say that that's like an absolute thing. I think there are definitely clingy guys. A gender stereotype. Yeah, definitely not. I think there are... Cut that out. (laughs) Yeah, I think there are definitely girls who are like, how can I get some alone time away from... Not away, but how can I just get alone time? Like, And that's something that we had to deal with in the beginning of our relationship because me and Ian have very different personalities. We go together very well, but we're very different and we need very different things. So... Two puzzle pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a big, loud, <laughs> jangular one, and I'm just the little one that fits right on the Jangular. Side. That's yeah. not a word, but... Well, he he is more... No, I don't even think you're more simple than I am, but yes. Simple? Well, you were saying that I was like the weird, funky one, and you were like oh, the yeah. little perfect yeah, no, no, yeah, one yeah, that yeah, just yeah. like... Doing. No, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... For me, I Ian likes to describe himself as like a lone wolf. Yeah. I uh, need a pack. I just go out in the wilderness and hunt moose twice my size. Moo. Moose, not moo. Meese. No, moose. <laughs> that's a plural term. Meese. No, moose. <laughs> yeah, so well. Yeah, I'm just, I do my own thing and stay in my own lane and that's just who I am. Yeah, like Ian is very happy being on his own. He doesn't need to, like, hang out with friends every week. He doesn't need, like, well, he... no. I wouldn't like, say I don't need my friends. But... No, well, you need friends, but, like, you don't need them in the way that I need them. Okay, yeah, I don't, like, like them all my problems. Exactly. Like, you hang out with friends for, like, social interaction, but, yeah. like, you don't need them on, like, all the time on an emotional level. Yeah. Like, you are very, like, independent and solid... Solid, solid, yes. solidarity. Yeah, I value like, uh, yeah, solitude. Not really. I wouldn't say like isolation or that I'm a lonely person, but I just my natural inclination just mm-hmm. to be by myself. You know. Pretty much the only person you hang out with on the regular is me. Yeah. Well, that and because I'm busy, I don't. Yeah. I don't like make plans to. But even that says a lot. Like, you're busy, and the time that you do have for yourself, you like to spend alone or (laughs) with me. Yeah. Well, it's just the only free time I have. Like, I have class, and then I study or do homework, and then I just go to the gym, or there I go home. And then I go home and do homework. Yeah, you're a very dedicated person. Like, 
He, like, he never, like, misses... Okay, we're getting far off. But, like, he never... Like, if he is going to go to the gym, like, he's going to go to the gym. Yeah. Which is another thing that we had conflict with. <laughs> That's part of my routine. Like, okay. when I say I'm going to go to the gym, like, it's not, like, a concrete plan. Like, I cannot go to the gym. It's not, like, a big deal for me. But for him, gym time is, like, time for himself. It's kind of where he, like, gets, like, a... Not like a reset of, button, but like it's a like a sense of a stress relief or yeah. sort of a therapeutic feel to it. Mm-hmm. And my the gym that I go to too, and the good thing about it is that a lot of my friends go there, so I'm not completely by myself, but just isolated from everyone. So I you yeah. know, see my classmates, see my gym friends. Shout out to my gym friends, Sam <laughs> and Michael Moe and CY <laughs> and everyone else who's listening. Yeah, we love you guys. The Block fam. Um... But for him, like, exercise and especially, like, gym is, like, a time for him to just, like, not think, not talk. He doesn't have to do anything. He can just, like, be by himself and work on himself and do things for himself. And I didn't understand that in the beginning, so I didn't understand, like, why every single day. And Ian doesn't go to the gym for an hour. Ian goes to the gym for, like, three hours, sometimes four hours it's crazy. That's like, that's like a, on a Fridays. Fridays or Saturdays. I'd Fine. Like, a weekday, at least two hours minimum. Yeah, it's there. Like, he never just goes to the gym for an hour. It's always, like, <laughs> hours, plural. And so I didn't understand, like, why... I don't know. I didn't understand, like, how important the gym was to him. And so when he... When we would try and make plans and he wouldn't compromise his gym time, I took it as, like, a personal gym life, thing. Gym bro. Uh, that's how I took it. I was gym, like, life. you can gym freaking like, life. you can pause the gains to like gains go do something with me. Ever. <laughs> what I was saying is that I didn't understand why he wouldn't compromise that. Well, I feel like that's just part of what my routine is. Yeah, and that's what I didn't understand. I didn't understand that the gym was more than the gym <laughs> for him. Yeah, the gym is kind of like a self-care mental health thing for him yeah exactly if i don't go to the gym then i feel like and that's you know, another I feel thing less productive i feel you know a little sluggish i learned I that like, if he doesn't go to the gym it's worse yes you have to let him go to the gym because yes. <laughs> then he's just grumpy he's like yeah sluggish you like, it's like <laughs> you water. complain I need water. <laughs> if i don't have water then i'm gonna die oh obviously it's not on that level but if i don't have some sort of physical activity I feel like incomplete yeah and so I feel like that kind of plays into the whole alone time thing like you need to probably just sit down with your partner and ask like what does that alone time do for them how important it is to them and when you realize that they just function different than you it becomes a lot easier to see from their perspective and not take it so personally like it's not like a personal attack that like he doesn't want to be with me yeah, if if you were there, that'd be way better. But you you don't go to the. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, okay. I don't really go to the gym much anymore. But even when I did, it was like, he definitely still was like on his, like, we would work out together a little bit. But like, yeah, that's true. I would try to help work out with you, but yeah. But at the same time, you needed to like yeah, do your true. own thing. So I was like getting in the way either way. Well, yeah. Well, the goal <laughs> was to you know help teach you so you can sort of develop your own understanding of what to do in the gym so we could just sort of do our own thing you know side by side but like i'm if you, a baby i know well <laughs> you sort of just stopped going and then 
Well, because we were... Okay, this is... We'll have to okay, do a yeah. whole other thing about CrossFit and that whole journey. Because that was crazy. But um, anyways, yeah. Alone time. Just communicate with each other. Understand where they're coming from and why they need it. And don't take it so personally. Understand that you have different personalities. And just as they're understanding... Just as Ian is understanding of me and needing to talk about everything. And needing that kind of... Like interaction and how I function I need to be sensitive to that for him and that's how we dealt with that and now it's not really so much of a thing anymore because I just understand mm-hmm. and now you kind of understand that when I call you at the end of a day I want to just like talk yes because <laughs> before it was like I don't like when I call him I don't have an agenda <laughs> you should <laughs> write down your ans- your questions and answers. But when he calls me, it's like presented. a big. It's like an agenda. Like, where are you? What are you doing? Do you want to come? Blah, blah, blah. But when I call you, it's like, hi. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I'm just in the car. Um, I thought I would just call you. Um, today I saw a butterfly and it was really pretty, and I thought I would just tell you about it. Yes. <laughs> Pretty sure you said that exact thing in your life. Um, but like that's what I need from him that's what I require from him and so he's learned to like just you know listen to my butterfly stories and all those stupid things that I have to say for all your gossip yeah Ian gets all the tea even when he doesn't want the tea yep so I know <laughs> everything about everyone who's listening <laughs> just kidding I forget like right away yeah he doesn't even listen he just says uh huh no uh-huh. I listen I listen I know you do but then I just don't Retain? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. And then another question that we got, which was also kind of a conflict that we had in the beginning, which kind of goes along with what we were talking about, is different love languages. So I kind of gave Ian the rundown earlier on what the love languages were. There's words of affirmation. Yes, that's you. Quality time, which is more you. Yes, that's me. um, Acts of service and gifts. And for me, I'm a big words of affirmation person. Like, I want him to, like, tell me that he loves me and tell me how I make him feel and tell me that I was the love of your life when you saw me for the first time and mm, all this kind of stuff. And, like, he, like, sure, I think he would like to hear all that, but, like, he doesn't need to hear that. (laughs) Right? Whatever you you want. (laughs) Well, like, you don't require me. Like, I, like, need you to, like, Tell me I'm special and tell me all those things. True. Where, like, you, I feel just, like, <laughs> know that. <laughs> I do know that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, for you, the amount of time I spend with you is a direct, it's, like, speaking without speaking that yeah. I think of you in that way. Where, like, if you were to spend a lot of time with me, I wouldn't necessarily still conclude that, like, you love me. <laughs> we could spend, like, nine hours together and you'd be like... I'm pretty sure one week was literally... <laughs> Like, one week during uh, winter break, it was, like, seven straight days. Like <laughs> just 14 to 16 hours of just hanging out. Every day, you would still be upset when I left. Like, yeah, every day when he leaves, I'm like, but are you sure you have to leave now? <laughs> I'll, be, I'll see you in eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, and so I think definitely you need to be, like, aware of if your partner has a different love language than you. I realize that 
I don't need to like verbalize a lot of things to Ian. I just need to be with him and and show him support and affection in different ways than he has to with me. And yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of. I feel like most of these problems, it's just like you need to communicate. Yeah. If you're not communicating, like we're well, I'm a big communicator, and I've really like pushed him to be a big communicator, and that's pretty much how we work through everything. Communication is key. Yeah. Like, if there's a problem and you don't talk about it, then... <laughs> is there a problem? Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Amen. Um, and before we go into the questions, we're kind of talking about all the things that <laughs> that we aren't that great at. Would you, do you want to bring up anything else? Any conflicts that come to mind? About what? Or issues that we have or have had in the past that we went through? Um... No, I think that you pretty much covered everything. It's just a matter of uh, what you feel like you need in a partner mm-hmm. and just communicating that to them. And obviously not everything is going to be perfect, but that's where you sort of compromise um, yeah. on what your, you know, what your beliefs are about the relationship. So, I mean, just yeah. make it work in that aspect. Me but, and Ian, I'd, I'd say agree most of the time on the big things and we compromise on little things that yeah. like bother indivi- like us individually and one thing that is really important that I hold great value in is that when I have an issue or something or we're arguing and I bring up a problem to Ian and we talk about it he if he says that he's going to change he does. If he says he's going to make a change, he really, really follows through. And if he promises something to me, it's for real. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, really, really important. Because I think if you have a partner who always makes empty promises or always promises change but it never happens, that says a lot. And so for me, I know that when I talk with Ian about something, he's taking it seriously and he's taking it to heart and he's really thinking about it. And when he says something's going to change, it really does. So thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm a man of my word. He he is. He's a very trustworthy uh, person. Um. Okay. So enough of the like sadness. I kind of want to briefly before we get into the questions talk about um what keeps us together if we have all these differences because <laughs> we're honestly very different people. We're really different. But why? What's it with that different? I think on like those little things. Yeah, but I think the biggest thing is that. Our personalities just our personalities just are very different. Combined, but like, but they work but, good together. Yeah. Like I, I know that I can't be with someone who talks as much as me. Yeah, you get oh you get tired god. when other people talk. Oh my god! Just like, yeah, Have you to yourself. <laughs> like I will talk to Ian about like, oh my god, that person literally wouldn't shut yeah, up. Like, didn't talk that much. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think the biggest thing. Well, not the, I don't know. I'd say the biggest thing that keeps us together is that we both have like really silly, goofy personalities. And you might not get that from Ian off the bat, but he is the dumbest person I've ever met. I wouldn't say dumb. I just. (laughs) When I say dumb, I I mean goofy. I mean like silly, not like dumb. (laughs) <laughs> okay, maybe sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are always laughing, always making some kind of stupid joke. We're very silly people. I think we have, for the most part, the same type of humor. 
we laugh at the same kind of things, except he really likes deep fried memes, and I hate mm-hmm. deep fried memes. Deep fried memes are, <laughs> well, they're kind of normie now, so I'm transitioning away from them. Mm-hmm. Also, memes are a big deal. Ian has not been on Instagram for how long now? Well, I deleted it off my phone for like a month. But I kind of go on my computer sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, he's really taken a big step back from social media, so he's kind of on a meme hiatus almost. Yeah, well, I still get some memes from Reddit. <laughs> um, but yeah, you would would you say that one of the biggest things that keeps us together is both of our sense of humor? Yeah. And how much we like are silly together and goofy yeah. together, and we're just like we're both really laid back people. I feel yeah. like like yeah. when I tell this story to close friends and I. Hope you won't be upset with me saying this, but I don't think you will. Because anyone who knows Ian knows this is true. When we, like, first got together, he, like, tried to hide his farts. <laughs> but then after, like, three days, he was just, like, farting in front of me. Like, just, like... I know it's real. <clears throat> you let the gas go. And... All gas. All gas production. <laughs> I feel like a lot of girls would be like, um to go and like <laughs> just leave but like honestly it was it was a little like shocking but then after you get over the shock it did make me feel better because I was like okay this is someone I can be like really real with because I'm like actually like a really gross person like I have like bowel issues like I burp like I have like a lot of <laughs> nasty things about me and so the fact that he, he was like so comfortable with himself. I fellows, if your ladies don't love your gas, then <laughs> she's not the one. Also, just kidding. Don't take advice from me. <laughs> what was I? Wait, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Also, Ian farts a lot, but they don't smell. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's a pro. Not all farts are deadly. <laughs> True. All farts matter. All fart. Is that <laughs> is that insensitive to say? Um. Yeah, so we're really, like, laid-back people. There's not a lot that, like, really, like, I don't know, gets to us or, like, embarrasses us or anything like that. I feel like I can be 110% myself with Ian, Mm -hmm. sometimes to the point where, like, it's (laughs) almost too much. Um, But also, most importantly, we really have the same morals and values, I'd say. Amen. We both, like, value very similar things we both value like integrity mm-hmm. and we value hard work and when you stole something from target <laughs> what did my pen yes my mom was there it was okay we asked the lady FBI, if you're listening because i know you are she's we, right here we asked i found this pen and i asked the lady like there's no price on this where can i find this and she was like i don't know i think someone left it there so i took it she literally didn't help me thief <laughs> Anyways, we value... Criminal scum. (laughs) Stop right there, criminal scum. If anyone has played Oblivion, you'll know what I'm talking about. (laughs) What else would you say we value? Um, We both love animals. Animals? We love animals. Um, And we both love diversity of people. We both... Pretty liberal. Yeah, we're both very... He... Is a little bit more conservative than I am, but we're both very liberal. I'm more a centrist, actually. But yeah. I have, like, socially liberal. I yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. But we're both very liberal, and we're both very open-minded people, I feel like. I'm very open-minded. Yeah? More than you, actually. Really? Yes. 
Because you no. don't like Trump. What, what does that have to do with me? Oh, I'm open to liking him. I just don't like him. Well, no, you, I feel like you sort of just... All right, no, this is something else. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to fight here? <laughs> um, okay, well, we're both open-minded. Whether who's more open-minded than the other, that's another argument. It can be said that liberals aren't open-minded to... Yes, I do agree with that. You know, the right-wing views. So. Yeah. Okay, all right, anyways. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we're both open-minded people. We both, I feel like, kind of want the same things in life. We just want to be happy. We want to have <laughs> pets. We are both open to it. She a... wants a small dog, and I would like a big dog. And I'm fine with that. Or we get one of both. And we're. I really want to adopt a child, and he's very down for adopting a child. So, yeah, we kind of have the same, like, life plan. We're both, like, we were talking, I made him talk about, like, if we were going to go on our honeymoon, where would we go? And we both agreed that we'd rather, like, explore. Wichita, Kansas. We both agreed that <laughs> we would rather explore a no city than, like, relax on a beach. So we kind yes. of like the same, the same things. Well, I've never been to the Caribbean, Caribbean and she has, and she said the beaches are really nice. So I'd be down for that, but... Yeah. But, like, I feel like we'd rather, like... For us, we would love to honeymoon in Japan. That's kind and of what we agreed upon. Because we love food. If we get married. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, J- Japan cool. Well, yes, if we get married, we would love to go to Japan. And we would love to just, like, eat food and look at all the cute things and walk around the city and all that kind of stuff. We're very, like, I feel like we would enjoy, like, the culture of a place more than, like, a resort or, like, a beach or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the <laughs> <laughs> um, And obviously, to have a relationship, you both have to be attracted to each other. We're both attracted to each other. Although, fun fact, I was never attracted to Asian guys before Ian. I was never, I was never into them. I really never gave them the light of day. And then I met Racist. Ian, and I was like, wow. Says, um. <laughs> but I really don't have a type, and Ian really doesn't have a type I don't either. Have a type. I ain't got no type. Yeah, I don't really have a type either. Basically, if you're a great guy and you're funny and you have good values and. That's another thing. I Ian got no type. Ian is supportive of my feminism. Um, and I another thing, <laughs> I hate shaving. I really do. And so, like, I not that I never shave, well, but... Define feminism. Like, Are we talking, like, true feminism or, like... True feminism. Modern... True feminism. Okay. Because <laughs> there's a difference. Yes. I'm talking about true feminism. Okay. Not, like, the... Crazy. Not yeah, not like the crazy no no no. Okay. Um he doesn't care if my legs are hairy, if my underarms are hairy. And I've asked him like point blank, like it won't hurt my feelings if you say, like, I don't like it when you don't shave. But every time you tell me it's fine. Yeah, I mean like it's it looks nicer, but if you don't want to, then I don't really care. Right. Yeah. And I get that. And it's not that I never I do shave. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's not my first priority, and I'm not like, oh my god, he can't see me like this. <laughs> Correct. Um, so yeah, things like that that are like big to me, where like, he is just good with those kind of things. So great. So with that being said, we're gonna get into the questions that you guys asked, but before that, we're gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back. 
Thank you, baby. Okay, guys, welcome back. We are going to do some listener questions now. I asked you guys on my Instagram to ask us any questions about just relationships in general. So I left it very broad because I kind of wanted this to just be broad. So I'm going to get into them. I probably won't be able to answer all of them, but we're going to try our best to get through some of these and kind of talk about the ones that I think are really important. So first question, Um, (laughs) which I want to get them verbatim. I kind of wrote some of them down, but let me look them up on my actual Instagram so that I don't. Well, basically, one of the questions was, in this world full of lust, how do you stay faithful with all of this temptation? I actually know the person who asked this question. but <laughs> um, I know what I'm going to say. Okay, so the question was, in this crazy lustful world, how do you <laughs> slash would you manage temptation in your relationship? Ian? Uh, shout out to the person who asked the question, man. I miss you. I hope we get to hang out soon. But... <laughs> Staying um, faithful in a relationship? Yeah, so I know what I kind of I'm going to say, but I kind of want to hear what you're going to say, too. Um, I think the biggest thing is understanding that if you have a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, then you already have the knowledge or uh, ability to uh, know how to attract or court, you know, someone who you're attracted to so that that means you should understand that everyone is capable of cheating and the biggest thing would be to know that even you if you never think you would cheat that you are capable of cheating so I guess saying uh, take yourself out of any tempting environments that would um, cause you to cheat like if you turn into like a horn dog when you're when you're drunk like maybe avoid getting drunk or if you're attracted to like your coworker or something and they invite you out to dinner even if she like says like oh we're just going as friends and maybe like sorry I have a girlfriend or you know just try to stay away from situations in which you feel like you know which would which would cause you to be like to cheat so just yeah Yeah. get out of those environments and I think something that I thought of when I read this question I was just like well to me, <laughs> cheating is always a choice. Yeah. It's exactly. it, it's a conscious choice that you make, whether you want to twist it any way, like, well, I was drunk or they pushed me to do it or whatever. It's yeah. always a choice. And so with it being a choice, you have to then make the conscious choice that I'm not going to do that. And also I'm not going to put myself in a position to do that. At the same time, you do have to accept and understand that there is going to be temptation. Yeah. Like there is... I understand that there's more than just me in this world and there are a lot of pretty girls in this world just as he understands there's a lot of attractive people in this world and it's not that Mm -hmm. you're never going to be attracted to anyone else it's just that you made a promise and you made a commitment and you are making a choice to not stray from that from that person yeah exactly yeah so I think that's uh I think that's how you deal with it you just make a choice because it's a choice to cheat and there's a choice not to cheat so and if anything just if you like doing that, just be single. Yeah. Yeah. If if you're finding that like you're tempted more like pretty often yeah. and you've been in that situation before, then maybe take a break from commitment and relationships yeah. instead of hurting someone else. Yeah, don't yeah, just don't waste 
you know, yeah. your time. Don't it's okay it. to live that lifestyle. Just don't hurt someone in the process. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, next question. Knowing when to let go. How do you know when to let go? Let go of, like... The relationship, the person. Um, jeez. I thought... Yeah, let's hear your answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think if you are feeling like you need to let go or you're questioning whether you should let go, you need to start asking the big questions because love isn't always enough. It sucks. True. And, and, that, and that's a hard pill to swallow that like, well, but I, I love them. I love them so it can work out. But like love isn't always enough. Yeah. And you can love someone, but they can just not be right for you. And you need to start asking the big questions of like, do you guys have the same outlook on life? Do you have the same morals and values? Is this person, even small things that you think won't really affect things in the long run, like maybe they don't want kids, but you want kids. You think they could like, pers- you think you could persuade them. Those things will come up in the end and that can be a deal breaker. Um, I think you need to think in the long run and not in your current satisfaction, not for your current satisfaction when it comes to knowing when to let go. Ask the difficult questions that you know in your heart you kind of don't want the answers to. And if they're not the answers that you want, then <laughs> let go. And it sucks, especially if you love the person because you don't want to break up with someone that you love. But mm-hmm. you have to kind of set that aside, like compart- compartmentalize that feeling and look at it from a more analytical standpoint because at some point down the road, that love is going to get a little old. It's going to get a little stale. And those conflicts that you ignored in the beginning are going to come through. And then you're going to be like, dang, I wish I could have just <laughs> dealt yeah. with that in the beginning. Yeah. So I think knowing when to let go is when you ask the big questions that really matter to you. Yeah. And you're not getting the answers that you want. That, yeah, that's the perfect answer, I think. <laughs> uh, I think... I mean, you don't have to add anything if you don't feel like... Yeah, I feel like, are you, at the end of the day, is this person meeting your needs that uh, is sufficient enough for you to uh, quantify that as love? You know, are you, are they making you happy? Mm -hmm. You know, I guess, yeah, that's a lot of questions to ask, but if you have doubts, then it's something to look at. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Speaking of doubts, the next question is, do you guys ever doubt the relationship or are you sure all the time? I mean, no one, I don't think anyone's sure all the time. Yeah. I think it's a lie to say that a couple never doubts the relationship. And I don't want to use the word doubt, but I think that you should take, like, you should question your relationship. Yeah. You should always be taking, like, a mental inventory of, are you happy? Yeah. Is this person right for you? Are they treating you right? You know, how do you feel? All those kinds of things. And that's not doubt. I think that's just being smart and, like, questioning the situation. I feel like even in a friendship, you need to do that. You need to say, like, okay, like, is this person still serving me in a way that is benefiting me? Am I getting something from this person? Are they enriching my life? And that's not doubting your friendship. That's, like, I like to call it taking inventory. Like, just making sure that, like things are going well and so I don't want to say that I doubt the relationship or that we doubt the relationship but I definitely I'd say question I ask questions and I question the relationship and that's when I either get an answer that I don't like or an answer that I do like and from then I either move forward or move backwards Mm -hmm. yeah we have doubts but 
thing is to talk about it. You know, as previously said, communication is a huge part. And yeah, like she said, if she has doubts with our relationship or with me, then she'll communicate <clears throat> that me with that with me, and we can have a conversation about it. Yeah, I mean, with two humans coming together, like each of you is a complex person with all your different problems and past and histories. Like, there's gonna be conflict. There's gonna be like issues, but you know, you just gotta make sure you're happy and communicate. I think that's. Yep. I think that's it. Um, okay, this one was kind of funny. <laughs> it was worded funny. Um, getting back with an ex. Bad idea or bad idea? <laughs> um, I have an answer, but you can go ahead. Well, I don't really have an ex since Sydney's my first official girlfriend. Aw, so. cue the aww button. <laughs> so, uh, let's see what you have to say. <laughs> okay, well, I only have one ex, but I think speaking in just, like, general terms... I think if the relationship ended because you were unhappy, because there was infidelity, because there yeah, was no. differences in dreams and goals, etc., big issues like that, absolutely, do yeah. not get back with them. Do not get back with them. Do we, not get back with them. What do you mean dreams and goals? Like, if you want to be an international NBA star and mm-hmm. I want to live in Loma Linda for the rest of my life, that's not going to work. But what if this international NBA star is like, I'm going to settle down now and live in Loma Linda. Well, okay. If if your dreams and goals have, have shifted, I oh, guess. Okay, so... But if you have, like... Or, like, if... At the if, time, you if, have different... Yeah, if they wanted to be, like, a doctor of some kind that was not going to be able to be with their family all the time and for the other partner that was a deal breaker, then don't get back entangled with that. Like, you you know that's not what you want. And you're just going to compromise. And especially if you were unhappy... Obviously, if there was abuse or cheating or anything like that, like, no. <laughs> just move on. Like, I know that it's, like, comfort, like, to go back to someone that you know and you can just fall back into your routine. But, like, move on. You can do so much better. There are, like, so many people out there in the world. Like, you can find another Timothy or <laughs> Jessica. Like, Timothy. there'll be others out there. Um, but I think if it ended for circumstances kind of beyond your control, but the love was still there, like if you both were dating and you really loved each other, but maybe you like split up because you went to different colleges because you needed to, Mm -hmm. or you wanted to, but you both still loved each other. And and now you're back in a place where you're together again, then yeah, get back together. See if it works. You know, if, if they had a job opportunity and they had to leave, something like that where it was kind of out of your control but the love was still there then yeah get back with your ex just see how it works you know what i mean i don't think it it all depends on how it on how it ended Mm -hmm. i agree all right (laughs) we agree so much (laughs) um okay can friends with benefits work what does that mean can friends with benefits work? Work in what way? I think, I mean, that's the, that's all the person asked, but I think what they meant was can friends with benefits work as in... Like you stay friends? Can it, can it end without someone getting hurt? Can it end without someone catching feelings? Can it end oh. without you not feeling like crap? Can it end, can it end without one of the parties or both of the parties getting hurt, basically? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, it depends on the people, but yeah, I'm, 
I'm sure that happens. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't know. I'm but. sure that it happens. <laughs> but I feel like what would is you, the per- what is the percentage like, of people? Are you asking? Like, would you advise that to your friends? Yeah, like because here's the scenario of how it works out perfectly. Like, uh, well, um, let's say Mike, Mike, it's been great. You've been you've That's been because I know a lot of Mikes. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, Mike, it's been great. Um, thank you so much for um everything you've uh, done. Um, but I'm moving on now, and so I expect you to do the same and never talk about this again. Okay, great. This is Mike now speaking. Great. I feel the same way. I have absolutely no attachment. I don't think it happens like that. I think they just stop hitting each other up. Yeah, but then why does that happen? It's because someone finds someone else. You know what I mean? Or they no longer want to well, do that anymore. What's, what's the degree of their friendship? Like they are mm-hmm. they close friends? I don't know. It's just friends with benefits. I think friends or with benefits like, can range from like we've been best just, friends for years. They're or... just coworkers. I don't know. I think because that matters. Because if you're really close with someone, and then you just start smashing, <laughs> then that's pretty much a relationship, right? Well, yeah, and this gets into what I was going to say. I think no matter how close you are, or what the situation was. Clearly, you are avoiding commitment in a real relationship for some reason or another. You don't want to be in a relationship. Okay. You don't want you, yeah. you don't want commitment. So you're seeking out physical interaction or pleasure, or whatever, with, person, but with make- well, with anyone, with someone else. But I think instead of distracting yourself with physical interaction with someone else, you should kind of focus and work on the issue of why you don't want to be in a real relationship. Why don't you want commitment? What is stopping you? Sometimes people just, they don't need that in their life at the moment. Yeah, but why? I think you should focus on why. Like, are you emotionally closed off? Okay, no, why? Someone might be like busy. This person might be busy and have like job and school and priorities. But you have a want... job and a school yeah, but and we they... still have a great relationship. Or maybe they just are not attracted to their their deep you know their personality well then that i think that is another thing like (laughs) that's also what i was going to say like if you are romantically entangling yourself with this person obviously you're attracted to them and obviously you think they're a good person or a decent person to some extent or you wouldn't be you wouldn't be like hanging out with them or doing whatever you are with them so with that being said what is stopping you from being in a relationship with that person like what is what is up? Like, clearly there's something up either with you or with the other person that you don't want a real relationship. You're not ready for commitment. Yeah. Or this person is, like, low-key not a good person. Or else you would just be with them. Yeah. So what... So I think with all that being said, <laughs> there's problems on both ends that just need to be worked on and just need time and attention. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the whole friends with benefits thing is helping that situation i think it's just exacerbating the problem of like i have underlying issues that i need to work out but i don't want to do that i just want to sometimes people just need to uh, (laughs) that's all they need they're they're going about their lives and well i get that and And that's why that's why this question was so hard for me to answer i really did think about this question because i didn't want to like say that it can't work but i think you just need to be conscious and ask yourself why you want a friends with benefits and why you don't want a relationship and why you're with this person 
in this type of relationship and not in a real relationship and whatever that answer is I think you'll get the real root cause of what it is and maybe it's something like you know not that big of a deal and maybe it's something that's a big deal and then you can kind of figure out where you need to go from there I think true yeah yeah okay next question um someone just asked what advice does Ian have for a relationship I guess just being with me for two years and this being your first relationship, what what would you say? What have you learned? Uh, my advice would, I guess, yes, be open to communication with your partner. If you have a problem, just talk it out, even if, you know, it's kind of like, even even if you think it's kind of like, insignificant or it's not something that you think should not be brought up just you know bring it up because if it bothers you then you need to let it out and get it off your chest and also you know compromise you're not your own person anymore you have a priority to you have I don't know the word but you have uh, duties to someone else Mm -hmm. so you can't just play video games the whole weekend and not look at your phone anymore. <laughs> so you got to remember that you have uh, responsibilities with another person and that you should, if you if they are your significant other, then they are a priority in your life. So even if you don't feel like going to, uh, you know, driving to L.A., to you know do some sort of errand with her you know it's you probably should because that's your so (laughs) and uh something else uh just be cool with each other i guess be cool yeah i don't i don't know okay be yourself i guess yeah even if Okay. What? Yeah. Well, that was Ian's advice. I think that's good advice. Yeah. Be cool, man. Just be cool with each other. (laughs) (laughs) Ian's advice is to just be cool. Great. Write that down. That's my own life advice. (laughs) Um, I know that this question was a joke, but I actually think it kind of opens a conversation to something that I think we should talk about the question is why don't women get me flowers and I I know it was like a joke but I think a lot of the time women expect men to like go out of their way and do these grand gestures but it's not often I think requited in the same way like I don't think not that I mean men can like flowers for sure (laughs) but I don't think a lot of girlfriends or well I don't know I don't want to speak because I don't know but like fellas if your lady is not getting you getting you flowers it's time to move <laughs> on <laughs> we're not taking no more BS you <laughs> wouldn't even know what to do with flowers yeah, you'd kill them I would replant them grow a cold garden well with that being said i think like flowers is just like one example but like i feel like women always want guys to like 
buy them flowers on a Tuesday for no reason. And like, I want my guy to like write me letters and do all this stuff. But I feel like a lot of times girls aren't in the same mindset for their boyfriend, like, or their girlfriend, whatever it is, their other partner. Like, you know, guys, even, even Ian, even as like hard clam-like exterior as he is he has this soft little meaty inside that does care and he does appreciate things and there's been like a couple times like that I've gotten you like a card when you were like (laughs) really stressed out and things like that and just like written you a note inside or I'll like get him food Mm -hmm. food is like a big way to show him like hey I'm thinking about you or things like that I think you know, as much as I'm a feminist, like, I also see the side. I mean, just because you're a feminist doesn't mean that you're not for men's rights as well. But, like, I think, I think ladies, you know, treat your man special, too. Like, next time you're out, like, think about him. Bring him something. Write him a letter. Give him a, I mean, I know you're probably calling him anyways. Give him a call just to say I love you. Compliment him. I feel like women always want compliments about how they look, but... You know, if he's looking special, even if he's not looking special, just tell him that he is. Make him feel good. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's the tea. <laughs> That's the tea, sister. I rub Ian's nasty hobbit feet. <laughs> she does. <laughs> I rub his you feet. You do a very good job. I rub his feet when he's tired. Good job. I clip his... Both sets of his nails, his well, toenails and I his fingernails. Asked, he never asks. I appreciate it, but I Great. do it <laughs> because I don't. I don't even know why I do it. I just feel like I have to take care of you. It's like this weird, like maternal thing sometimes, where like I'll see him and I'd be like, "Oh no, this needs to. <laughs> this well, needs to change." Toenail, like... <laughs> well, if he's over, I just automatically sometimes go into like mommy mode, where I just like <laughs> not mommy mode. That sounds gross, but like Ew-y. like. I don't know. I just, like, I have this weird need to, like, take care of him. Like, I want to, like, groom him like a mom cat or something like that. I, like, I don't know. I, like, massage him and, like, kind of, like, pamper. I pamper you so much. You do. <laughs> and then when I ask for a massage, it's, like, a five-second no, little, like, true. squeeze, squeeze. No. <laughs> no, I give you good massages. Hmm. And when I actually give you, you start like, oh, it hurts. Because it, it's too hard. Well, I'm not the iron giant. You just got to take it. I'm a little girl. Um, Let's see. Let's answer one more question. Do you want to pick a question? No. Okay. Um, Question, question, question. This one is kind of a lot, but we'll leave this as the last question. So... What's the most important part of a relationship? Emotional support, financial, or sexual? Definitely. For us? I guess in general. Oh, we're both broke. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess emotional. But like in general, in general. For humanity. Sure, yeah. Mm, I guess I'd still say emotional. Yeah. I mean, they all play a key. But I think all of them come back to emotional. Yeah. If if you guys don't have money and it's causing tension, it kind of comes back to an emotional thing of, like, stress and, like, yeah. helping each other and dealing with that and whatever, whatever. But I think all things 
they all play a key, but I think especially like the whole sexual thing, like that's just an emotional thing, you know? Like some people I told you some people just need a nut sometimes well I mean I guess yeah I guess sometimes it's just like a physical thing and you guys need to have like obviously like physical attraction or it won't work it really won't work if you're not physically attracted to the other person um but I think the most important thing is emotional emotional support and that really like goes it shows when there's like a couple and like one person got in like an accident or something and they can't really have like a sexual relationship anymore they don't really have intimacy but like they still have like a genuine happy relationship because they emotionally fulfill each other true you know yeah and at least for me emotional fulfillment is like number one like if i'm happy with you i'm i'm happy with you and i think that's the most important thing if you guys are broke but you're happy like me and ian (laughs) then that's all that matters like if we were both like butt rich but upset like we didn't really like he didn't support me emotionally or I wasn't happy emotionally yeah. then what would this be yeah just look at the celebrities who get divorced all the time amen <laughs> well and that's the tea sister okay one last question because I think this is important too um should religion play a role in who you end up with um yeah I think it matters yeah you want to elaborate, or you want me to talk? Um, because essentially, what your religious values are is how you. View well, not necessarily, but. But it is kind of how you view the world. Yeah, a little. And bit. how you view humanity. Yeah. But. Because you know, not everyone who is religious is a good person. Yeah. And not everyone who's not religious is a good person. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of different religions in the world who who have, who would have compa- compatibility, mm-hmm. but I, I, guess, I guess it depends on how religious the, these, the people are in yeah. the relationship. Yeah. I think that does play like, a big factor. You know, if you're a really conservative type Christian you probably would want to be with someone who's a very conservative Christian. If you're a very conservative, I don't know, Muslim, you probably would be with, you know, another Muslim person. Yeah. Yeah. I think moral of the story, though, at least in in my personal, personal opinion, is that religion really matters in a relationship for me. Mm -hmm. And I think in general, no matter what religion you are, whether it's, whether you are religious or not religious, I think you need to find someone who shares your same beliefs. And I think that's for a bunch of reasons, but number one, I think what you believe, and if you are religious, it really speaks to you as a person. It speaks to your morals, and it speaks to, like, what I said, like, how you view the world, how you view humanity. And if I knew Ian had a different view of the world and all that kind of stuff, and especially things like death and all that kind of stuff, I don't think we would be as emotionally connected and I wouldn't feel as connected to him. I would feel like we kind of are two different people in a way. And also, if you're planning on being with this person forever, if you're planning on having children, children add this whole other horrible dynamic of, okay, well, what are you going to raise your children as? And then if daddy is this and mommy is this, and I'm not saying that it can't work, but I think it's just... 
I grew up in a family that had one religion and it was great for me, but I'm speaking from my end. Like I said, I don't think it can, it can't work, but I think having the parents on the same page, believing the same thing, having a more stronger united front and they're kind of more connected ends up whether the children end up staying in that religion or not I think it adds a more stable childhood I don't know Amen. I don't I don't know I'm not saying that people who grew up with parents who had different religions aren't stable or didn't have a stable childhood but I think it matters I think it really matters and especially like you said if you're really religious if you're with someone who's not that religious or especially of a different religion at the core of it like you're kind of different people and I know that you might disagree but like if you're believing different things and you value different things then I mean I think that's I think you're different people Mm -hmm. so and especially when it comes to big things like life and and death and all that kind of stuff and I mean if you are going to grow old with this person pretty soon it's just going to be you and them in like a rocking chair farting in diapers and all you're gonna have is an emotional connection with that person and if you have different religions then amen i don't know then where then where do you end up amen (laughs) okay that was kind of a somber ending but i'm gonna end it here thank you guys so much for listening please let me know if you enjoyed this i'm sorry if the sound quality was bad in the beginning of this i have a microphone but it was turned off for the beginning and so i turned it on for the second half so i'm so sorry i'm an idiot you can tell me that um but yeah ian thank you so much for being on here telling me how our relationship was kind of low-key dying thanks for having me and um, next time we'll talk about Star Wars. No, we won't. Okay. <laughs> well, if we talk about Star Wars, I'm not having you on. I'm having my mom on. What? <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you so much. 321. I love you. I love oh, you. I was <laughs> talking, talking to your audience. No, I was talking to okay, you. I love you, too. I love you, too. Oh, guys. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna go um, eat lunch and fight. <laughs> Physically fight like, with boxing gloves. Um, yeah, but I really want boba, so we're probably gonna go get boba. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.